welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host Tom Gerrard. Uh, this week it's a bit of a different show. I'm um, sitting down with a good friend of mine, Mitch Walder, who's an uh, artist who's had a few exhibitions around, like three um, big ones. Yeah, is that right? This is my third coming up. Third yeah. one? Yeah. yeah, and I've just finished my one. Um, and yeah, I've had a fair few exhibitions over the years as well and just wanted to sort of um, talk about all the... Uh, the elements that go into putting on a, an exhibition, really. We were having a, a chat about it at the studio the other day, and um, there seems to be uh, a lot of different things that people don't consider. And uh, there's a, a lot more to it than just um, um, painting a few pictures and um, hanging them up in the gallery. So I, I know we, I just wanted to have a conversation with Mitch and just sort of um, share our thoughts. And uh, if people have got shows coming up, hopefully they can uh, take something from it. Okay, so um, I guess the the first thing you got to do when having a show is finding a space, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you've got nowhere to put your stuff on the walls. But uh, some people start painting before they've even found the space. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But, um, but I think uh, it's, it's good to know the, the space you're filling. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's good to know the type of gallery you're showing in as well. Yeah, I, I think that's, a, that's an important part of the process is to... Um, I guess with the space, it obviously it depends on the show, but obviously some artists will um, will work towards the space and others will make the space work for whatever they're working on, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you go, work? Where's your show? Huh? I'm going to be showing at B-Side Gallery. Uh, I think it opens on the 19th of May. Uh, and yeah, just uh, through, uh, spoke to Ariana and um, yeah, sorted out a, a show for that time. Yep. So you already knew the the gallery manager? Yeah, I'm fortunate enough yeah, to know uh, Ariana uh, for a couple of years now, just amongst the, the scene, yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, with the, the show I just had, I, um, I was looking around for a gallery for a while actually, and just couldn't seem to find the right fit. I was, I was starting to get to a point where I was thinking outside the box a bit and thinking of maybe even like trying to like rent a rundown old house or something like that and I don't know anything you yeah, know yeah it gets it's a difficult uh task finding it yeah you, obviously you, you had your sights on a few different spaces but um you finally found the one in Ruka yeah 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 and it wasn't easy to get in with them either like no. I had to um go through a series of uh of, like a series of processes to, to get in there with them but, but like it was all worthwhile I had to do a proposal and all that and, yeah, wow. and luckily I knew some people there but that like you know I knew Demote and um, Michael Danishevsky and Melissa but even just their word like they had to you know all look through look over my um you know my proposal and everything yeah. and make sure that I'm the right fit and so it was it was, le it was legit was it yeah it wasn't was. just a couple of handshakes underneath the table no or? no no <laughs> and like like lucky for me like the person that really um you know sealed the deal for me was demote yeah and, right um, yeah you know like he uh he gave sort of said yeah you know look after him he's, he's good get him in you know yeah, so yeah. I was really uh so thank thanks demote <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing isn't it I mean um having having knowing knowing people and having some sort of network really just helps you get over the line sometimes you might push as hard as you want in terms of what you're working on but knowing certain people and getting out there and and meeting new people is pretty important especially in your case yeah and i think what, what like one of the things that was put, putting me off with certain galleries is 
I was looking at the gallery and think in looking at the caliber of artists that they show, and there wasn't like, like I think there's some really high end galleries would be great to get involved with, and um, but I think that there's also some galleries that aren't quite so high end but they charge a lot to rent their space out and yeah. then they take a lot of commission as yeah. well. And it's like, hang on, you, I understand that that's the price of galleries, but I don't think that some, I think some galleries are charging a bit higher than where they're actually at at the moment. Yeah, it's trying to find the, the space with the right balance is, is kind of hard. That I found that as well. I mean, I've been, I'd been looking for like a year or so and tried out new spaces. And yeah, the financial part of things is, um, is kind of, uh, well, I guess it varies from, from space to space. And uh, yeah, I, I found that quite difficult too. Yeah. yeah. So what's standard going rate for, um, for like the gallery commission, you think? Well, yeah, that's a, Cause, that's cause a funny one, like, isn't like it? They say 50% stand, the standard rate. Yeah, right. But I think 50% is a standard rate if the gallery has like a really good buyer's list and a really good reputation. So you can sort of hold your head up high and go, yeah. I exhibited. Yeah, you know, I found um, with commission rates in terms of if they're like if they're that high, it's usually through some of the larger galleries who represent artists, and they they might have them on a certain sort of um, contract or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I've more experience commissions between like twenty five and 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 forty percent. Yeah. Which is which is not bad, but also the, the galleries and the people I've worked with have also done their fair share. Yeah. in the process as well yeah and like with um like with your show i've seen you working pretty hard on it and you seem to be pretty uh sorted out with like what you're actually going to do for it like how, how did you go about um like getting a concept together of, of what you're going to paint yeah well the concept is um for this show it's a it's a bit broad and i guess i i'm still trying to discover exactly that but in saying that not knowing um that concept is also part of the show um and and why i put work together how i put work together that sort of um technique where i kind of use spontaneous techniques is the reason why i make work and and i i think coming up with the concept is based on pretty much process for me and this show so i guess you know that that's the the big thing for me how about yourself well yeah, with I, I thought about what I wanted to show. Like, as but the, one of the things that came to my mind is I wanted to do some bigger pieces that were more expensive. Oh yeah. But then I knew that if the show was just filled with expensive pieces, I wouldn't. Um, yeah, it'd be risky. Yeah, right. Um, and so I also had some uh, works on paper that I I'd done previously, which I really wanted to show. And also, uh, like I did, had some lino prints that I hadn't shown as well. So it was, uh, there was a, the work was spanning from between like 2015 to 2017. Yeah, wow. So um, like there were some th things that were really um, Barcelona based, and that was because I painted them while I was in Barcelona. And then uh, all the way through to to what I'm doing now, which I, I like had a bit more of a Melbourne vibe to it because mm. of the last year I've been in Melbourne. Yeah. But I, what I did is I got a, a piece of paper. And I drew every single piece before I made it. Yeah, so right. I did like a little thumbnail of exactly everything that's going to be in the exhibition. Yeah. And I wrote the sizes and I wrote, you know, what frames I need, everything. And then as, as they were completed, one by one, I just um, highlighted them off, off the list. Yeah. And I could always sort of track where I was at and how much I had left to do and 
has never like just keep painting up until the opening day. Yeah, right. It was um, I was, which I actually almost did anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but I, I I always knew where I stood. Yeah. And when I got to the gallery, like um, yeah, I had like the I had one piece that didn't fit. <laughs> oh really? And I just put that in the storeroom. But oh. uh, but yeah, I was I was just um, yeah, I was really uh, like I guess I, I was just clear in my head of what I needed to do. And then I just like got to work, put my head down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that um, the having it uh, in front of you in those thumbnail size um, images it would be—it's kind of like a calendar, isn't it? Yeah. And you're just ticking it off, ticking off the day, ticking off the artworks, and, and then before you knew it, you had had a show up and running. Yeah. Because yeah. it was weird. Because before I already um, before I started the working on the show. I had in my head that I already had a solo, sh a solo show's worth of work. Yeah. Because I was looking through all the work I had in the studio. I was like, man, I've got a lot of work here. Yeah. I could just put on a show whenever. Yeah. Click, click my fingers. And then I finally got the gallery, and I looked back through all that work, and it's like, no, I think I want to want to sort of build on this and do something better. You know. Yeah. So a few pieces went in there, but but I pretty much did a whole new body of work. That's you awesome. know, yeah. like there was like probably I had thirty five pieces in the show. And only, um, I think there was probably about seven to ten that were previously done. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair chunk, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think <laughs> in, in hindsight, I think I actually had too much work yeah, in the right. show because yeah. people came in and go, "Wow, you got a lot of work in here." It's yeah. like, yeah, and it's like, <laughs> it's you know, I, I don't know it's how I've always done it because with my my first solo show, I had had ninety pieces in there. Ninety. Yeah. Far out. Yeah, I sold them all though. Yeah. Yeah. How big were they? Each? They're all different sizes. Yeah. And some, and they're all different prices as well. Wow. Like some were really big, some were small, some were like photos. Where was that? Ah, uh, was it per square meter? Oh was, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. in uh, two thousand and seven. Yeah. <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah, that's it. But um, but yeah, that was like my first big big exhibition. Yeah. You know, I was just hooked on painting and broke my leg, so. I, Instead of going out painting, I just sat at home and worked on an exhibition. That's it. Yeah. Painted inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how important um, do you feel it is to like um, get really good, good quality materials for your art? Yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it, where if you've got the capabilities on purchasing them, obviously I think it's a must. But for those like sort of up and coming um, uh, artists who are starting out or they're early in I mean early in their in their career or stage in their career they uh, you know obviously get what you can but the quality does make a difference for this show the quality materials are, that I've um, sort of got together are, are a step above my last show and a lot of the work that I've been doing for the last couple of years because uh, you know it's one of those things that you've got to consider it's well we've, you know, if I'm going to start progressing, then the materials and everything else has to come with me, and, and obviously the, um, you know, what you're using is is very important. Yeah. How about yourself? Do you? Yeah, I, totally. I um, like I went to like went to the art shop, and every time I purchased something, I said, "Look, is this is this the good stuff?" <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then like I'd have like yeah, even like a little little tub of paint. You yeah. know, like I had a tub of paint and I was walking to the counter and it was like red. And yeah. I, said, I think it was like 25 bucks or something. And I said, oh, so is this, is this the good stuff? And he goes, oh, nah. He goes, it's all right. He goes, but this is the good stuff over here. And it was like 60 bucks for a little tub of paint. Yeah. 
it's like, all right, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll recoup that in, in the price of the art, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't want anyone, I don't want the paint fading, I don't want it cracking, I don't mm. want any, anything like that happening. So mm. I, um, I thought I, uh, I'd, I'll just invest yeah. in quality. And also, like, a lot of the work, like, you know, when I buy paper, I make sure I don't buy the cheap paper. I buy, like, good quality paper. And when um, even, like, uh, you know, there's, like, we've, we've got the same woodworker that we, we use to get all our um, boards and frames done. Yeah, Mike, yeah. Yeah. And, um, he, yeah, he's, like, luckily he's downstairs at our studio. But he, he was a game changer for me because I just came to him with, like, ideas and thoughts and just said, oh, I'd like to make this. You know, yeah. do you think we could do it? And he just said, yeah, go for it. And um, we, we went, taught me step by step how to make things. And I was down there with him getting, uh, cutting all the wood and sanding stuff and helping out with the frames and yeah. just everything. That's like it. the whole process. And I learned so much. And I, um, you know, at first I was so nervous getting on all the power tools and all that. <laughs> I've still got all my 10 fingers. Well, did, he, like, did he let them, did he let uh, you use them? Did yeah, he? yeah, yeah. Well, he was just like, all right, go for it. You know, I'm busy. <laughs> Here's how you do it. You That's know. it, yeah. Like, um, he, he, did, he did a lot, like, and he directed a lot, but it yeah. was like, I was the one, um, I was trying, to, I was getting my hands dirty a lot. Yeah. Like, well, he, 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 Mark's fantastic for any crazy idea you have. He's pretty willing to... Um, give it a crack and, and help out, help you out in in any way. Uh, having that workshop downstairs from the studios is um, has has been a game changer for for everyone. I think nearly everyone has probably benefit, benefited from from having Mike down there and 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 uh, working his magic hands with timber and yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah it's been a great asset that's yeah. for sure. Because he went out and for, for my um, artist boards. He went out and special. I like, bought the the, ni- the nicest, smoothest ply. And, yeah. You know, made sure that he got ply that would, would never buckle and yeah. all that type of stuff. And um, and he's you know he's done a lot of work for artists over the years. You know, he's done done a lot of projects with like Two One and other artists going through backwards. Yeah. And uh, you know, Fred Fowler and yeah. a whole bunch of people. So he, he's he's really um, done a lot of work in the uh, in the art scene. But he does he, you know he never talks about no, it. doesn't put himself right. out there like that. But uh. But if anyone um, wants to get in touch with him, he's uh, he, he's got he finally got an Instagram. No, does he? Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's uh, it's mine by hand. So M Y Y N underscore by hand, and uh, yeah, and if you if you got any art ideas or yeah. projects, get onto him because he, he loves it. Yeah, I can definitely vouch for for Mike, um, and and especially with the show um, coming up, it's just um, I've got a. a quite a big piece that's made up of different um, size boards without giving too much away. And um, so it had to be quite precise and and uh, thankfully Mike's done the job perfectly and uh, yeah, we're on, we're on the way. But yeah, like I said, he's an asset that um, we shouldn't take for granted. <laughs> no, no. Cause I like, I had a lot of people come through the show um, just saying, oh, like I love all these like handmade pieces and everything and it's like, you know, yeah. I'd talk. They'd say, "Oh, did you do that?" And it's like, "Yeah, I did do it, but I, I wouldn't have been able to do it without uh, without someone guiding me." Yeah. Because I like I, I don't know, like even the that big sculpture built right towards the end. Yeah. Like you know, I, I did a lot of that, but he he was there just going, "All right, now, now draw it on the wood, now cut it out, yeah. <laughs> now yeah. do this, do that." Barking orders. Yeah, as, yeah, as he yeah, usually yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. Enough of Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bloody yeah. hell. Yeah, no, nah, he's... Um, but also, like, uh, 
I find that um, like one thing I found from doing this exhibition is how many favors I call in from skilled friends and just people in general. I had so many people helping me out. Yeah. Have you have you had a lot of people helping you out? Well, like, so far. I, I for this show I, I plan on definitely utilizing some um, some of the talents of of friends and people that I know. Yeah. And in the past, I mean, obviously my partner Jess has been a massive help. Um, she was painting the sides of my paintings uh, like white so we, they were nice and clean for the last show um, and, and this show she's helping me um, in more than uh, ways of painting and, and everything it's been fantastic but I, and then everyone around the studio I mean we've got you know 13 or 14 other guys here at the Arts Hall so um, yeah utilising their um, their hands is, will be and has been already um, sort of used for this show and, and other work but yeah and obviously you've had some um, friends help help you with your show yeah I was calling in favors left right and center <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was yeah it was it was really good though because I couldn't have um, pulled it all together without yeah. the help of people like even before, when I was um, thinking about the exhibition it's like I went and um, you know, I contacted um, Sandrew yeah. and went and saw uh, Sandra and Andrew and just to have a chat to him to see if I could get any advice to like yeah. like on um you know just like all right I've got this show I'm I'm gonna be at this gallery I'm painting for it now you know like what advice can you give me what would they thing? have for you that a lot actually like they suggested I um I man the gallery yeah which I, at first I thought was like I was like ah oh, man the gallery that's so boring as if I want to do that but then uh, but I must admit it was so valuable for me yeah because i've because i got to meet all the people who are buying my artwork yeah i um you know i uh teed up like commissions people yeah. have um you know people ummed and art about things but then left their phone number and i followed up on it with yeah. them and all that and i don't know i just i'm I, I got to to meet a lot of people and i got to talk about my art a lot as well because before the uh exhibition if you said oh so What's your work? What's your art about? I'd be like, oh, uh, 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 um, you know, and a bit stuttery about it. Yeah, right. And it's like because majority of artists, I don't care what what you say, what you say, but in my view, majority of artists paint because they love to paint. Yeah. Or make whatever art they do because they love it. You yeah. know. And it's like that whole um, that whole art spiel is like secondary thinking to to make sales. Yeah. Like, and so it's like trying to you know come up with like come up with that art spiel. Like by the end of it, I was just nailing it. That's you know, it. practice makes perfect. Yeah. yeah, and it was just such a. It was really valuable, and I like. I would never have thought to do that to man my own show. Yeah. Um. And also, I collected a lot of like I had a uh, clipboard there with a um, email list as yeah. well. Collected email addresses mm -hmm. and stuff for like up and coming shows and yeah. just I, know, I had a bit more control over it as well. Um. It was funny though because like I, the whole time I was there, I popped out for probably 10, 15 minutes to quickly grab a quick bite to eat, and yeah. that was when they came in. They're like, "Where, where are you?" <laughs> oh, so they came. They, they came. Oh, yeah, they swung through, and I wasn't there. Oh no. <laughs> but um, but it was like it wasn't just them. Like I had so many people like help me out. Like yeah. I spoke to like friends. Like I had spoke to Roan yeah. about it, and even even Lush gave me a bit of advice as well when I um caught up with him and. Yeah had a chat and just told him I've got a show coming up, you know, and started talking about things. But the more conversations I had, the more help and advice I got off people who, you know, do a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you find that, like, 
some of the people's advice is uh, perspectives that you would never have thought of, and some of them have got little gold nuggets of advice. Yeah. Without even thinking that they give you something like that you know some of the things that people come up with or from experiences that they've had even extraordinary experiences where it's like well that's definitely a no-no in my in my process i'm not going down that path you know it's it's um just getting to know those stories it's uh it's extremely valuable yeah yeah like a like another big help as well like um you know talking about uh all the people here at the studio like I had um, uh, Saul from uh, Redwood Press. Yeah. He was like uh, helping me out with the screen prints and everything. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, he let me get down there and get in his way and, and yeah. print away and everything. And he was really helping me out. And yeah. Like I wouldn't have done screen prints if I had to sort of fork out a bunch of cash and go to a screen printer and say, here's, here's the screens. Yeah. Like I, I like to, I think it's part of the art, artistic process is to sort of get your hands on, on everything as well. Yeah. I think when you're sending things off and they just come back and... You know, it loses that kind of yeah. sentimental, or not even sentimental, but it loses that value of, uh, you know, that you haven't had a part in it apart from concept and an idea. Yeah, yeah. And another another um, big thing as well is like uh, Michael Danishevsky, yeah. who's also tied in with Ruka as well, which was really helpful. He uh, came and took all photo the photos for me. Yeah, right. Because you know, as you've heard me say in the past, I'm, I'm not the, not the best at documenting my artwork. No. And I thought, oh, gee, I really want to get a, uh, put, make the catalogue look nice and, yeah. and actually have good photos of this artwork because yeah. I plan on selling it and never seeing it again, you yeah, know. That's it. So um, it was really good having a friend come in and, and spend a day uh, cataloguing all my work but also taking a few portraits. Yeah. And I could use it all for promo material. Yeah. Like every, you know, on the lead up to the exhibition, if I wanted to put up a, paint, a photo of a painting or something, I had a really nice photo to use. Yeah, all your, all your photo... Uh, photos of the show were awesome. Uh, yeah. Mark did a fantastic job. They're just yeah. like they were—they were, they were very natural. There was nothing to whiz bang about them. It was just straight to the point, which mm. is sort of, um, you know, that's your character and obviously your your art as well, which you know just tied in all really well together. So oh, thanks, both man. did really well. Yeah, because also just being around him, I learned a lot. Yeah, like I was watching him. Yeah, you know, he's showing all me all this uh, his photo tricks and stuff like yeah. that. And I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah, that's how that works. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, photography's not my uh, strong suit either. So yeah. um, I can, I, I probably should have been there for you know some sneaky tips. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But I also had um, had Jimmy here as well. Oh, there goes oh yeah. Phone. I had um, had Jimmy here helping me with the um, mounting and framing. Yeah. Because I'm not like. I'm not the cleanest worker, yeah. and uh, and he was cleaning all the glass for me and yeah. um, making sure that, that was all spot on while I was mounting the artwork and popping it in the frame. Yeah. Even doing that, I was, uh, it was um, at first I was a bit nervous doing that because I haven't done like professional mounting before, but I had um, you know I had Mike teach me how to do it, yeah. and we just and he showed Jimmy and I and we just rolled it all out, and I think think we did a really good job like, yeah. uh, with the frames he made and, and our mounting. Um, everything had a really professional finish to it, but I actually learned how to do it as well. Yeah, the, the thing with framing is um, if you can't find anything wrong, you've done a good job. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah, there was nothing wrong. Uh, I couldn't, you, you, can't, you couldn't find any spot dust or, uh, or any specks of uh, whatever. Um, yeah. It was good, nice and clean. Yeah, yeah. Good work, Jimmy. Good on you, Jimmy. <laughs> but um, I, I also uh, hung the whole show on my own. But I had a friend come in and help me just for half a day. Yeah. And oh, that was so good because yeah. I had all these big bits of wood to hold, like I couldn't hold up and screw them into the wall at the same time. Yeah. And um, yeah, my mate uh, Sam, yeah. who uh, um, from Park 
Park SSC, the soccer soccer company. Yeah. He's um yeah he 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 really helped me out. Yeah, so, nice. Yeah, so this is a bit of a thank you list as well. But also <laughs> just letting you know that yeah, it was it was really good just to call him even little favors like even yeah. Keo, yeah. Keo match. He um he's got a big uh. A, um, like a station wagon and I yeah. couldn't fit all the paintings in the car so he just chucked all the big ones in the station wagon drove them over to the gallery for me yeah. just things like that you know like even you were helping me on the opening day roll up prints chuck them in the tubes for that's me I'm I, race, I, racing around like a headless chook that's trying it. to <laughs> that's it. I had the shit kicker's job you know just at the end rolling up the prints but no it's, it, it, but it's those little things that, yeah. that matter isn't it and obviously like you wouldn't have thought from afar that that's much help or, or that's not much of a role in the, the whole scheme of things but it actually is and obviously yeah. even having that transport with Keo or, or ha having Sam with a second pa pair of hands for hanging it's a uh, yeah. you know it all it all adds up yeah well I, I, I think that I probably wouldn't have made it to the opening on time no no <laughs> you know? not if I got you to yeah. Caulfield on site no yeah yeah so just you know yeah it was good like yeah. there's so so many people that helped out you know was there anyone else that uh, helped you out? Uh, there, I'm sure I'm missing out a lot of people, but thank you every, everyone. I've got to thank my wife, Claire, for putting up with uh, all that shit. Too. <laughs> she goes, that's it. I hope you're not having an exhibition for, again for a while. Oh, she, really? She hardly saw me. Oh. And, and that, oh, that's, a, that's another big thing that I've been thinking about as well. If you're going to have an exhibition, you're probably going to be working around the clock getting all the paintings done. Do it in winter. Oh yeah, I've missed. I feel like I've missed half of summer. Yeah, uh, similar situation. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like oh, I'm finally outdoors, and it's um, you know, and I, I and like oh, everyone's like oh, you yeah, know, we haven't had much of a summer. It's coming to an end. It's like oh, I haven't seen any of it. Yeah, no, been no. uh, been in the studio. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, that 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 is. I, I would give that a bit of advice as well, actually. Yeah. Time time of year. Yeah. Does matter. Yeah. But those again, those things aren't. I mean. Uh, like you said, you're doing what you love, and it doesn't really matter if it's a beautiful day outside. It's uh, you know, you're painting what you want to paint. Yeah, exactly. But um, like we, I've seen you like plowing through your work. Like I know, like because I don't know how much you're planning to planning to produce for this show, and I don't know what your timings are and everything. Yeah. But you look like you're well and truly on on track. Like, do you feel that you're on track for this exhibition? Yeah, I, I um, I gave myself a certain amount of time for painting. Um, certain parts of the show. There's, I'm in the um, process of creating this bigger artwork, like I was talking about before. That's made up of little artworks, and um, you know I've got a certain amount of time for that. And yeah, I'm, I'm ahead of schedule in terms of that, but there's still a lot to go. And I'm similar to you. I like to set things out. Um, I like writing them out. Um, just having a, that visual sort of list. Um, they're imposing on me to sort of stay hungry and keep going and um yeah i think uh having having some sort of schedule and a little bit of a routine um has really helped me just st stay on track and yeah sort of churn through the works one by one yeah 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 because I, I found everything took a bit longer than i'd planned yeah yeah like i i thought i was under control for for months i thought yeah, yeah everything's all good does that last i guess the last three or four weeks was just like, hang on, all this stuff should have been done by now, but it's not. No. But um, because I had uh, um, that critical path that I was telling you about, and I've mentioned on the podcast before, which is like a, a business model, I guess, mm -hmm. and that's like a, a spreadsheet with all the day, all the weeks across the top, and all the tasks down the um, left hand side, 
and then as you you just block them out in weeks like which week you should be doing which job yeah and then uh and then that way you're not carrying the whole to-do list in your head yeah. like from you know because i know that from when i first started like once i booked in the exhibition already i was like oh i've got to get this ready i've got to get the, the, like all all these things and a lot of it i shouldn't have even been thinking about yeah. but because i hadn't written it all down or i didn't have any actual plan I was just carrying around this to-do list that was just giving me really bad anxiety. Yeah, oh, I, I actually observing um, how you did your show has definitely helped mine. But um, I, I remember you, you said it multiple times, talking about this list and and uh, how much it's helped and and just um, yeah, I think by observing and also pursuing it at the moment, it's um, it's. It, you, you can't it can't not be helpful it's just a you know it's just a pretty much a reassurance when you look at the list you're like all right well i'm up to this stage and then you sort of go on your merry way so yeah no yeah. i'm a definite advocate for it yeah and one, one thing i found that saved a lot of time as well was also uh working out what what materials you need and going and getting all of them before the like you know before you run out and yeah. you've got to go keep going back and forth <laughs> to the art shop yeah the you don't you you want to plan ahead i mean like if you've got a little bit of a plan in terms of materials yeah i mean that's the way to go like you said you don't want to go back and forth to the to art shop and and for one thing you, you want to sort of get the you know all, all your materials in one in one go and, yeah. and then have it all on base yeah and also if you get too much it's it's there's nothing wrong with that because you've got a uh you got a studio you're going to continue to make art that's it like it's like you know, it's not a not the only time you're ever gonna have an exhibition. It's and if if you don't have a studio, you're probably gonna you know if you're making a show, you're probably gonna paint afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. So. Exactly. Have you uh, have you given any thought to uh, promo or anything like that? That's a big part of the uh, yeah, exhibition. It's probably the the thing I'm a bit uh, not scared but hesitant of in terms of just uh, you know it's it's that thing of like where do you start? Um, who do you approach? Like. I mean, like, that, you're probably the perfect person to ask, like, uh, yeah, where did you sort of start when you were thinking about promotion? I just, um, I just got, like, everything written down on what I wanted to be on the flyer. Yeah. Spoke to the gallery, said, oh, what logos do I need and everything. Yeah. And then, I, I don't know, like, I, was, I guess the obvious one is to have a picture of a painting yeah. and put it up. But I didn't have any paintings that that really represented the show that well like like just one painting i could go all right this is the one because i went into it as sort of two different artists that's it and i only had one painting that was a collaboration mm -hmm. and i hadn't fit, i hadn't done that yet i didn't finish that until just before the uh exhibition yeah so I, I didn't really have anything to go on so i had my two the two drawings i used for the screen prints yeah and i com combined them together on the one sheet yeah um and i just i don't know i just thought I'd keep it like, I guess to keep keep the branding basic, yeah. put it out there. But uh, yeah, I know you just have to think of all the all the places you want it to go as well. Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. Um, and one thing I found that was a big help is just asking asking everyone. You know, yeah. can you give us a, give a plug for us. Yeah. And um, and that was another like more advice that I got off Sandra as well. Like they uh, they were talking about getting out there and getting on the radio, mm. radio and podcasts and things like that. Yeah. Because um. Like uh, Alex McCulloch had had me on his show, which yep. was really good. Yeah. Like um, you know, you just never know who's listening. That's you, right. You never uh, never know who's seeing what, and um, you know, I uh, 
I put together a press release as well. Yeah. Um, a press release, and I put I put together a catalog before my uh, exhibition as mm -hmm. well, and sent that out to um, to a lot of people, That's like it. all my all my previous buyers, and um, and Ruka actually sold like sent that out for me as well. Oh, awesome! Did you yeah. get much of a response yeah. from them? Yeah. Yeah, I sold a whole lot. Like, I, like through it, the catalogs and yeah, through selling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, emailing your your list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sold a bunch. Yeah. And um, you know, another artist friend of mine was really nice and um, said that I could, had access to his uh, email list because yeah. a lot of people I spoke to were all saying you've got to get a, a big email list. Yeah. And it's like, you know, shit, I've got a month till the exhibition. How am I going to drum up a, an email list? Yeah. You know. So I, uh, you know, a friend of mine who had a real big email list actually said, "Oh, look, you know, as a mate, I'll I'll let you use it one, one time." <laughs> <laughs> one email you one know? time only <laughs> yeah yeah so I put together a, a whole bunch of stuff and I had the you know I put the press release and I had the uh, the uh, catalogue on there even though I hadn't finished all the paintings the paintings that were finished they were all in the catalogue yeah and um, yeah got uh, got it all out there and yeah. off the back of that I made a lot of a, a fair few sales yeah and every time someone contacted me about a sale I'd ask them where they found out about yeah. about the show and where you saw the uh, which piece they're buying I said oh I where did you see this piece? And, yeah. And like, um, I found, like I heard it was a fair few was off that email list. Oh, yeah. And a bunch of them were through like Ruka and other places. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 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 And I guess like for those that don't, that they might not have uh, friends with, with email lists or they might not even have the contacts. The, the, the one bit of advice that I would um, uh, express is to go and look up online, um, you know, the, the sorts of, uh, you know, companies or, you know, or, or, uh, or different people that you, that you admire, artists even, uh, if they've got their email on their website, you know, there's more, that, that's where you, you know, put that to your list and, and then try and get your name out there. You know, it's, it's you got to really sort of dig deep, dig hard in, in that sort of realm to, to build up a network um, and yeah, just, do all you can to try and get your, your work as far out there as you can. Yeah. And then another thing that I, I found was really handy as well, like in my Instagram um, profile, I'd have, uh, you know, instead of a link to your website, I had a link to my catalog. I ha I'd host it online somewhere. Yeah. And that way, um, you know, when I put up a post, I'd say, oh, you know, the exhibition's opening, um, that, you know, whatever date, there's a full catalog link in profile and all that. And a lot of people, Got to see the work, yeah. and even people, even people overseas, you know, got to see the show. I guess just from looking through the catalogue, even if they didn't buy anything. But you never know where that's going to lead. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't. Yeah, and no. and also I fa I found it really helped to promote the show while the show's on as well. Instead of a lot of people promote on the lead up to the opening, and um, and then, and then just go, all right, that's it. Yeah. Uh, show shows over, and it's a, the show is way more than just the opening. Yeah. It's, um, like it's important to keep getting people in, keep keep letting people know it's on. Well, that's another thing. Do you think it's um, worthwhile having an exhibition that runs over, say, a few weeks rather than like a flash night where it's either one or a weekend? Like, what in your experience, what do you think's the way to go? Um, I think two weekends yeah. is enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like open on the Thursday or Friday, yeah. and then um, you know, like I found by the third week it was starting to get a bit flat. Yeah. Um, it was still good, but uh, you know, the, by the third week, it was it was it wasn't quite as busy. Like most of the people who wanted to see it had seen it, mm -hmm. and um, 
you know, it was good. There was still um, people coming in and people buying art. That's it was it. great. You oh, know. Yeah. That's what you want in those those week or two weeks after the, the opening is that engagement with more people and, and potentially more sales. I mean, that's the that's positive, isn't it, of keeping it longer. But, I mean, as well as that, I mean, it's obviously dependent on what space you're exhibiting in. But, um, yeah, I found that also having the show on longer than a weekend definitely helps, you mm. know, get that, that buyer. They might be just walking past the gallery. Of, off to work or on the way home from work you don't know like it, yeah. anyone could go in and, and, and uh, come across your work and that's the yeah, that's a good thing yeah and in, in saying that like while while I was manning the show I had a lot of people come in and just came in off the street and that you know really give me compliments as well and say yeah. oh wow that you know, like I'm an artist and you know like old old artists would yeah. come in and say oh Wow, great work! I, you know, it looks—it's really different. It's completely different style to anything I do, but I really like it and appreciate it. And you get people's uh, feedback. Yeah. But not just that. Like you, uh, you know, you don't don't really know if you're going if if these pieces are working or those ones aren't. And you know, you try and gauge it by red dots and all this type of this type of stuff. I noticed that everyone had their different views on what their favorite piece was and mm. what and what style they preferred like you know one person will come in and go i really like this over here but i'm not much of a fan of that over there yeah and then the next person will come in and say the complete opposite yeah. so like having so many different opinions yeah. was great and uh, and it was good to be in the gallery to actually hear all that yeah because i don't know if you know would, if would you hear that from the the gallery um people in the gallery tell you that i don't know well uh i've uh my last show was at Off the Curb, and Shinny's um, is was awesome, and she uh, she was always giving bits of advice or feedback, and 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 talking about the work quite passionately, and and um, it really it really helps you sort of get a different perspective on your own work. But the the the, the best thing I got out of that was that's someone who is. Uh, who's seen a lot of artwork and um, even the the things that she was critiquing me on it was all you just took it in good in good faith because uh, you know she's come across a lot of artwork in her time in her gallery and and a lot of gallery directors when they do give advice have that behind them and and um, and it, it was just a it was one of those things where it's like well obtain this because we can use this information to move forward and um, yeah the the gallery um, you know, I've also worked with one gallery that, that, that gave me nothing. It was just, here's the walls, here's, you know, you hang the show and I'll see you in, in a week and then, you know, give the keys back. You know, it was one of those scenarios. So, yeah, I've definitely thought that uh, having a, a, a gallery director or someone working in the gallery who's sort of um, there with the show is, is a lot more beneficial and um, having their advice and their guidance is something that um yeah you, you, i appreciate a lot yeah 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 um but yeah i mean like what's your um p uh, experiences with with galleries i mean uh, have you have you found that they've been engaging with your work always or have you had mixed mixed uh, reviews oh no like i don't know like everyone's sort of i haven't heard any bad things i guess yeah but um yeah i don't I've exhibited in a fair few galleries in different parts of the world and some people are, are like just bring in your artwork and leave it there and mm -hmm. 
off you go again. And other people let you get like really hands on with it. Yeah. Like um, I I, I had an exhibition at uh, fluorescent smog in um in Barcelona, with uh with eggs and nug, and that was <laughs> that was really good. That was like I got you know got to, both the gallery owners were out of town up until like the day of the opening. Oh wow. And like so I just sort of ran the the show myself. Yeah. And I had to organise the artists and. Uh, and everything, and I like doing that sort of stuff. You yeah. know, um, I've always been hands-on, and, and it's not—I'm not a control freak or anything. But it just if you're putting so much work into something, I, I like to sort of uh, work at least like be fifty-fifty with the the gallery owner and say, yeah. "Oh, let, you know, how do we, you know, how can we get this going?" Or yeah. you know, try and get th- you get their opinion, but work as a team and and really. Um, you know, build the show and run the show instead of just going. Here's the artwork. Hang it yourself. I'll I'll be in in the opening for. I'll be here for the opening and then let me know how it all sold and I'll come and pick it up when I'm ready. It's yeah. uh, I think you got to get get your hands dirty and really get in there because you got to. It's you're learning the. Uh, you got to learn how to sell your own art and, yeah. and really um, you know, like yeah, got to learn the process. It's like we we're talking before about actually producing the art with people with experts. You know, expert woodworkers and screen printers and whatever, whatever you know, you're um, the more you know, the more the more you can do. Like yeah. Knowledge is power. That's you know? it. Yeah, that's it. It's a it's a uh, catchphrase from uh, <laughs> Aon himself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't invent it, mate. But uh, but um, you know, so with like with uh, like once the, you know you're in the ex you're in the gallery and you're hanging your artwork and everything. Like your your artwork is um, seems to sort of step off the canvas almost. Like the way, like I you know I haven't been to any of your shows because I've been overseas while mm-hmm. you've been exhibiting. But um, like the uh, but when you paint, you set you tend to sort of paint a canvas and then it goes off the off the canvas onto the walls and mm. and it, you know do you, so do you paint like the interior of a gallery as well? Yeah, uh, I did in the last one um, and I intend to on, on this next one um, I guess it's just one of those uh, scenarios where it's uh, it, it, it fits the artwork so it, it sort of continues on in this show um, yeah I guess in, in especially with how my show is going to be set out there's definitely some space for um, you know, doing pieces off uh, off the off the boards and and creating a, a an, an experience in the gallery um, in that way, yeah. Um, and yeah, how about yourself? Is that is there uh, uh, that element creeped into your work or your your shows in the past? Yeah, every, every solo show I've done, I've always painted the walls. Yeah, I just think it um it just adds something to it because like, you know, the the tradition is the you know, with like the, the white cube of the gallery mm. you know what I mean and I, I just I really like going into it getting having a full immersion with the art yeah and um, you know I had all the, the paintings on the walls for this last show and then I was looking around and there was areas where I couldn't hang anything like doors and and then like there was a space up quite high that just looked bare and barren and so I just got in there and just and, and painted it mm-hmm. and um and it really made a big difference, but but not just painting it, but also like bringing things into the into yeah. The you space. had like a bent grate, um, yeah. Did you there? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And the, that cool light box um, work that you had as well. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, well, that that's, that was a part of the show as a work, but I mean, you had those 
those different dynamics to the show that was um, quite eye-catching. Yeah. yeah, well, it's like with that with the light box, like Saul here at the from Redwood Press, he um he found it at hard rubbish and just had it sitting in the, in the stairwell of the studio. That's and it's it. like, oh, what's going on with that light box? And he's like, oh, you can borrow it if you want. It's like, all right, great. And it seemed to be a real popular part of the um, gallery. Yeah. And then um and then you know I built that big head as well. Yeah. And that was like just to sort of bring a bit more of an element into the um, gallery, like a bit more of a, um, a bit more interaction, I guess, but yeah. like lots of people coming in and having their photo taken with it and yeah. stuff like that. But also that the wall of um, wooden heads that I made. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that, yeah. Yeah, cause I, I sort of, in my head, I thought, oh, you know, I've got, got like seven of them. I'll hang them all up on a wall together and they'll look great. And I did that and I stood back and it's like, oh, it looks a bit half filled. Yeah. So then, so then I just painted in a whole bunch of heads around them yeah. just to sort of just to fill up the wall and, I, and everyone seemed to really like that it, as well. It worked well um, uh, it, because you, you looked at it and then you had to take a second look and like, oh, half of those heads aren't uh, the 3D ones that, that, that Tom made. That's actually oh, painted on the wall. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. It was a, yeah no, um, it was a good addition. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I think it's also important to, um, to tell a story in mm -hmm. the in the gallery as well yeah like I, I just found through through the um through manning the show people would say so tell so you're the artist tell me about about the art and uh and like the way you you know i think it's good to group walls and say all right th these paintings here they hang together they work well mm -hmm. and then these paintings work well and then these paintings work well instead of just sort of shoving it all in yeah well yeah. I mean, that's um i guess we 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 talked about it a little bit before, but obviously when you're looking for a space, you've got to try and envisage the show in that space, don't you? And you've got to, or, or you get a, a space, then come up with the show and then just work with what you've got. Um, but telling a story, um, obviously each their own, but it's a, it, having a uh, well-considered curated uh, room with your, with your works um, is, is so important. Uh, if you if if you haven't really considered how the work's going to be hung, where it's hung, and, and why, um, then I think that it, it shows that there there isn't care in in how it's being presented, or or it's it's hard to to read what the message is is trying to to say with each piece or with the whole show. So I, I agree um, with having tying works together, um, but that, that that's got to come personally with the artist and I, I you know, also depending on situation with the gallery director but um, yeah having uh, having a, a goal or, or some sort of um, layout design um, is is, uh, is a good it's, it's a good thing to have yeah definitely it took me um, I spent a whole day or not a whole day it was no. probably like about five hours yeah. though, working out where everything's gonna go yeah. before I put one screw in the wall and I, I thought, geez, I'm starting to run out of time. I better, better work this out. But, but I was glad that I took the time to do it. Yeah. Because it, it all came together in the end and it, I didn't rush it. Well, that's another thing yeah. too, uh, is, through my experience um, in not only um, like my last solo show, but in hanging other people's um, exhibitions that, that I did in a job a few years ago. Um, with, uh, not being so... Uh, sold on that exact idea in terms of how the, the show's going to be hung. There's, mm -hmm. there's so many variables um, that come into play when you're hanging the show. 
So having that open mind and having that sort of, um, uh, you know, freedom um, to, to change things up a bit as it comes to hand, I mean, yeah, you've got to have that open mind when coming to a gallery because sometimes it doesn't work your way and you've got to, and if you're not gonna, willing to work through it, then it's just a, it's a definite balls up. And that's through experience of being the installation technician, uh, working with artists that don't budge um, and without uh, knowing what's what the variables are and what um, the possibilities are, yeah, it's uh, you know you just lock heads for too long, and all of a sudden you you know you got a show to to hang or shows opening in two hours. You know sometimes it happens like that, but yeah, um, uh, having a plan, but also having that freedom to change it up as well. Is, yeah, um, yeah, something to think about. Definitely. Um, so with with the uh, opening night. There's also like a, I guess a bunch of things that you got to consider yeah. for that as well. Like, well. That's it. Like I think an important one, and everyone everyone knows about is the the, the um, beloved beer sponsor. Yeah. You know, if the gallery doesn't have like a regular a regular one, yeah. you've got to sort of work out who to, like what to do about that. Yeah. And especially in uh, in this country, buying beers is an expensive business. It's almost number one on the list above the, making the artwork yeah is getting the beer sponsor yeah for sure yeah. yeah but some people some galleries do charge for beer as well yeah i mean but some of them charge a bit much well like i went to one show man and it was nine bucks for a peroni well that's just and ludicrous that bullshit so yeah. what i what i did is I name just, and shame you know, name and went, shame. went down the street and just bought <laughs> bought a six pack of peronis and went back there <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bit much yeah but uh, like a, most you know, places they have it for free they've got usually yeah. the, your, your finest goon and um you know and they've got a you know whatever beers on on yeah. in a cup but, on your way yeah but i think if, if you can't afford a beer sponsor if you can't get it you uh you charge two bucks a beer or something yeah. like that five maximum. or like a gold coin donation or something yeah. Yeah. oh no i've tried that oh that what happened there? ludicrous you have two people uh, you have people show up with two one dollar coins going can i have two beers and it's like, but that'd be a tight ass. And yeah. they're like, a gold coin donation. It's like, man. So uh, you shoot yourself in the foot with that. So you just go two bucks a beer. Yeah, two bucks a beer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of tight asses out there. <laughs> Especially when they're just going from exhibition to exhibition, yeah. drinking beer for free and stuff like that. You no, know? you got to love them. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, I think also like a, a, an overlooked part of it as well is if you're um, a, playing a big part in... Uh, you know, paint doing well, doing all the paintings and the artwork for the show, but it's like it's your show, and there's not much staff to help you out, and you're expected to sort of, um, you know, crack open beers for people and also be taking money for the sales and everything. Mm. I think it's um it's all too much, and you don't end up enjoying the the actual exhibition opening, which you've worked so hard for. Yeah. Like I think it's uh it's important to have someone who's working the bar and another person who's um who's t dealing with sales yeah. and that way you can walk around and talk to people and, 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 and meet people who are buying your art and you know it's like it's sort of like going to a wedding you never get to speak to the bride and groom much or whatever but, but you're there to support and um, you know the person the artist gets you know they, they, they get to uh, they're not running around trying to empty open beers no. <laughs> all night yeah. you know no, that's right. and deal with credit card machine or something yeah, like yeah. that so i think it's really important just get at least two people you know yeah uh, get family members whatever you yeah. know i have my wife doing it that's it yeah, yeah i saw claire there just uh yeah. 
yeah, making sales and yeah. helping out. Did a good job. Yeah, bloody oath. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Another person I forgot to credit before for uh, shipping in as well. No, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't forget her. Yeah, and, and, and Melissa at Ruka did heaps as well. I forgot to mention that before. And Ruka did. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, but like, I guess the final part, the point that I, I, I had here was like, um, this is another thing I was talking to Sandra and Andrew about, and it's about getting people to um, like pick up their art. Because I, like, you don't want to say, oh, I'll drop your art off to you. Because that's a logistical nightmare. Like, if you say, say you sell like 20 paintings yeah. or whatever, and they're like, oh, you know, just get, you know, tell me your address and I'll drop it off to you after the exhibition. You could be driving out to God knows where. Yeah, that's right. And then they're like, oh, I'm only home between this hour and this hour. Yeah. And you got to, yeah, you end up spending, you end up spending more money on petrol than profit you've made on the artwork. Yeah, you know? yeah. You well, know. I mean, depending on what space you, you get, some galleries hold the works until they're picked up or, mm. you know, they might, but for those maybe smaller organisations or, or, or even if you've got a space where, uh, you know, it's a pop-up shop, and you've you've taken over space, and you've got to do all the all that. Mm. I agree. You you can't. It's a pick up, or a, or even pick up from a studio or from wherever. Like you said, you could be uh, you know five trips all all over Victoria for yeah to to drop off paintings. It's a no. You've got to be smart about that. Yeah. yeah, it's a pain. Like I had um like one thing I did that I thought was it was really fun actually. It was it was good um good way to do it. Uh, it was on the last day of the exhibition. I, um, the gallery shut at four o'clock and I said, all right, between two and four, I'm going to get a couple of slabs of beer, come in, have a beer, see the exhibition in its entirety for one last time. And at four o'clock, you're free to pick up your artwork. You oh, know? That's a great idea. Yeah. And, like, and it was great because at the end of the, the day, I wasn't like, like, I looked around the gallery and like the walls were, there was so much missing from the walls because everyone came and picked up their work. That's it. I didn't have to deal with a lot of that stuff. Hey. Like, I'm still running a few paintings around and, um, you know, someone's on their way to pick some up now, nice. which is good. But, um, but yeah, I dropped one off yesterday and, yeah. and everything. But it's like, I'm not dealing with a whole pile of paintings and yeah, no. try and deliver them. No, that's it. Especially when they don't fit in your car and stuff like that. No, that's it. Yeah. So um, yeah. But anyway, have, is there anything else that you've uh, you think we haven't covered? Well, no, I've I've asked questions I've needed to in terms of how yeah. I can uh, better my process for the show. But uh, no, I think we I think we've covered quite a bit. Yeah, it's fairly concise, wasn't it? Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. All right. Well, um, well, thanks for taking the time to sit down, Mitch. This was so much better than me just like talking into a microphone on my own. Yeah. You know, because I've I've tried that in the past and I don't like doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm glad to yeah. help out. No, it was a good conversation. Yeah, all right. Um, thanks a lot. No, thanks for having me. I forgot to mention during the uh, conversation, if you want to check out some of Mitch's artwork, uh, find him on Instagram as Mitch Walder. That's M-I-T-C-H-W-A-L-D-E-R. All right, thanks a lot. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To find out more about today's guest, go to benchtalkpodcast.com. There you'll find all previous episodes and images of the guest's artwork. Also follow us on Instagram, bench underscore talk. There you can keep up to date with all things that are happening with the podcast. Bench Talk's also streaming on SoundCloud and Facebook. Just simply search for Bench Talk Podcast. Or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes.
while you're there, don't forget to rate and review. It helps get the word out. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to tell a friend. Thanks again for tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye.